this is Bruce Friedman of Adult Site Broker, and welcome to Adult Site Broker Talk, where every week we interview one of the movers and shakers of the adult industry, and we discuss what's going on in our business. Plus, we give you a tip on buying and selling websites. This week, we'll be talking to AK, the owner of MadZuma and Rude.com. Adult Site Broker is proud to announce Adult Site Broker Cash, the first affiliate program for an adult website brokerage. With Adult Site Broker Cash, you'll have the chance to earn as much as 20% of our broker commission, referring sellers and buyers to us at Adult Site Broker. Check our website at adultsitebroker.com for more details. First of all, today, let's cover some of the news going on in our industry. Director and producer Craven Moorhead has filed a $10 million civil lawsuit for defamation against model Aria Lee over sexual assault allegations made against him by Lee back in June. The lawsuit was first reported by the New York Post. It was filed in Los Angeles County Superior Court. The suit calls Lee's allegations false, malicious, defamatory and hurtful, with Moorhead stating that though he believes that every claim of sexual assault should be taken seriously, he vehemently denies Lee's version of events as outlandish, outright fabrications. On June 5th, Lee released a video via Twitter with the caption, Coming out, please listen to my story. In the video, Lee reads an anonymous letter sent to another adult industry trade publication alleging a cover-up going on at Gamma regarding porn performer Ariel Lee having accused Craven Moorhead of raping her on set on October 11, 2019. The anonymous letter read by Lee alleges that Moorhead forced Lee into a bathroom to give him oral sex during a Gamma shoot. Later that day, AVN published an interview with Lee, reportedly done after the release of the video, where Lee gave a first-person account of the incident. During the interview, Lee also alleged a second sexual assault two months later when Moorhead cast her as an extra in a music video. The lawsuit cites the AVN interview and other articles, including one by Vice's motherboard, as disseminating Lee's account in detriment of Moorhead's reputation and standing in the industry. The director, whose company lost a lucrative third-party deal with Gamma the week after Lee released her video, with the allegations, claims the false statements by Lee while benefiting herself personally and professionally will serve to undermine, harm, and sow doubt into other charges of non-consensual sexual acts and assaults that may be legitimate. Moorhead's lawsuit affirms he seeks to clear his name and be fairly compensated for the damages that he and his company have suffered as a result of these malicious lies. Playboy Enterprises, Inc. announced its return to the stock market after eight years through a $381 million merger with special purpose acquisition company Mountain Crest and guidance from Jones Day and Loeb and Loeb. After the merger, Mountain Crest Acquisition Corp. will be renamed to the iconic Bunny brand and its shares will remain listed on NASDAQ under the new ticker symbol PLBY. According to legal news site Law360, the combined company will be led by Ben Cohn, a private equity veteran who became Playboy CEO in 2017. 
co-described the announcement as a very big day for the company and its partners, which would result in an influx of investments through public markets, allowing further product development. Our mission to create a culture where all people can pursue pleasure is rooted in our 67-year history, said Cohn, and creates a clear focus for our business and role we play in people's lives, providing them with the products, services, and experiences that create a lifestyle of pleasure. We are thrilled about the future of Playboy, Cohn added. Hugh Hefner took the company private in March 2012, five years before his passing. Pineapple Support is hosting a free support group for parents and caregivers in the adult industry. The six-week support group provided by therapist Michelle Carabin started yesterday and aims to explore the issues that come along with being a parent or caregiver who works in the adult industry. This group is for any parent or caregiver working within the adult industry who would like to explore their parenting issues and worries in a shared space, said Carabin. We want to provide a space where you can talk about your experiences and get feedback and support without being judged or criticized, and in doing so, reduce feelings of isolation, improve your relationship with your child or children, gain resources, ideas, and feel positive as a parent. Being a parent or caregiver in the industry can come with its challenges, says Pineapple Support founder Leah Tannett. Michelle is an excellent therapist and has been involved with Pineapple Support since the very beginning. Her experience of working with children, teenagers, and adults spans over 25 years. I know this support group is going to be incredibly useful and will help parents and carers in a safe, nurturing space, Tanit added. The adult and caregiver support group started yesterday at 9.30 a.m. Pacific time and will take place online each Tuesday at the same time through November 10th. For more information and to secure a place, visit pineapplesupport.com. Now let's feature our property of the week that's for sale at Adult Site Broker. We're proud to offer for sale Porn.co, an amazing adult domain name. This domain can be used for just about any purpose, including a pay site or a tube site. Porn.com sold for $9.5 million, and the .co extension is rapidly gaining in value. So besides being able to make money on this domain now, you can also count on it appreciating in value. This amazing domain has been reduced in price to only $199,000. Now time for this week's interview. My guest today on Adult Site Broker Talk is AK from Madzuma and more recently, Rude.com. AK, thanks for being with us today on Adult Site Broker Talk. Hey, Bruce. Uh, You're welcome and thanks for having me. It's a pleasure. Now, AK started in the adult industry in 2001 with Flirt for Free as a content sales rep. After 18 months, he was promoted to sales manager. He left in 2006 to join Dating Gold as affiliate manager. I'm sure most of you know him from there. AK became the business development guy there within a year and then VP of sales and marketing in 2008. Now, let's face it, the guy was pretty much running the company for Alan. Uh, AK had a long run at Dating (laughs) Gold. (laughs) We know that. And after eight years there... He started his own company, Madzuma, which is a private consulting company focusing on adult dating verticals. He also helped launch the private network Conversion Sharks. 
AK currently works with a few back-end projects and has more to announce soon. So, AK, why don't you tell us more about yourself and where you're from and how'd you end up in L.A.? Wow, geez. Um, well, uh, I'm, 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 I was born and raised in Indonesia. So um, I left, I left uh, Indonesia in 94. So I finished high school in 93. Mm-hmm. So now you know how old I am. <laughs> <laughs> so young. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> but so I went to New Zealand for a year in back in 94. So after high school, mm-hmm. I was supposed to go to uh, university there. But uh, I ended up going to the States here in 95. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm telling you, New Zealand was like very quiet. I came from Jakarta where... <laughs> Let's like, like, you know where you are, right? Uh, oh, yeah. In, uh, so, and then in New Zealand, it was like 7 p.m. Everybody's already in bed. Like, not like they're, they're at home. So for <laughs> as an 18-year-old. Oh, that had to be, there, that'd be boring as hell. Fuck, yeah. I'm sorry. Is this, no, uh, no, no, okay. no, no, dude. Dude, this is an adult industry podcast. Okay. <laughs> you, you, can, you can say fuck as much as you want. It's actually encouraged. All right, all right. Okay. So, yeah, I, then I came here to Oklahoma back in 95. <laughs> uh, not much different. It's like more yeah, flat. I was going to say. <laughs> but, but, but to my defense, I was trained to be in a very quiet place for a year before I came to uh, Oklahoma. So, yes. so it was good. Uh, and then I finished uh, college. So I, went, so I went to Oklahoma State. University graduated ah. there in '98. Mm-hmm. Yeah, then I, uh, I moved to LA in '99. Mm-hmm. Uh, worked for a uh, office supply like toner cartridge company mm-hmm. for about a year, uh, and then I finally worked for Flirt for free in 2001. So that's kind of like the start of the whole adult uh, industry for me. Uh, as you mentioned earlier, so to Flood for Free, Video Secrets, mm-hmm. then I moved on to Dead in Gold mm-hmm. and to doing my own thing now. Uh, so that's where we are. So that's how I got here. So so talk about uh, what's going on now in, in, in L.A. Things are, things are getting pretty dire. You've got kids. I hear that they're, they've closed all the schools. Yes. So... Uh, my kid, uh, my oldest, this is kind of interesting. Mm-hmm. So he just finished high school. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. So, uh, but Feel, feeling old, aren't you? <laughs> yeah. Well, so this is, this is kind of how I know I've been in this in this business. So a year after I lo- I worked for Flirt for free, he was born. Okay. So like when people ask me how long you know have I been in the business uh, in the in, the, in this industry, I always say, okay, well, how old he is plus right. one year. Right. So yeah, he's he's eighteen now. Uh, so I've been in the business almost twenty years. Yeah. Uh, and he, so he finished high school just this uh, uh, this past uh, spring. Yeah. Uh, so no more no more uh, uh, online class for him or her but my daughter uh she is going to eighth grade 
Mm. So, but here's an interesting thing. So my son, uh, he is now doing media buy for me. Oh, cool. <laughs> yeah. Well, for the summer uh, to see how it goes. Uh, sure. Be until he starts college in the fall. So yeah, the school was closed, but they had to do the distant learning, like online class, right? right? Uh, because of the pandemic. But right now, they are still deciding, I believe, whether uh, in the fall we're going to do... I think we have, to ha- we have an option to do uh, distant learning and or uh, hybrid. Hmm. Honestly, my wife handles all that. So Oh, I, sure. Yeah. You, yeah. Got a, you got a great wife, too. I've yeah. met her, well, I've met her many right? times, as you well know. Yep, yep, yep. As a matter of fact, that last time we saw each other, mm-hmm. uh, it was at the boat, at Flirt for Free. Yes. Boat, right? And right. that's how we got to what we recently had transaction-wise. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> yeah, we'll, is, t- we'll, we'll talk about that in a little bit. Um, um, so uh, where's, your, where's your son going to go to college? Well, he's going to go to uh, his local uh, community college here first because he mm-hmm. has no idea what he wanted to do yet. Mm-hmm. And I'm not about to pay for his, uh, you know, expensive, you know, uh, <laughs> uh, college. So. Yeah, well, I, I mean, with community colleges being as good as they are, why, why yeah, do that? Years. See, yeah. So at least, you know, now he's learning about the business mm-hmm. uh, uh, for the summer. Uh, if he likes it, you know, he can continue working while going to school sure. uh, and hopefully, you know, uh, he liked it and, you know, uh, I'll be bringing him to the show. That's awesome. I'd, I'd love to meet him. Now, yep. now, uh, AK, um, you, you talked about how you got into adult, uh, but well, well, what, what was your introduction to the business? You said you started working for Flirt for Free. How'd you end up uh, in it? And just talk a little bit about how okay. your career has okay. evolved and the different things you've done. Sure, sure. How much time do we have? Oh, we got time. <laughs> Don't worry okay. about it. We have no okay. clock here. All right, all right. So uh, here's the funny thing was I was working for a toner cut um Toner cartridge, uh, mm-hmm. remanu- recycle, remanufacture company, right? right? And I was the inside sales rep where I would call businesses uh, uh, about their toner needs. So after I've done it for about a year, uh, I I left, uh, I, I resigned because we were, uh, I was getting married. We went home to Indonesia. Mm-hmm. So, and I didn't really want to find a, job while I was going to Indonesia for the wedding. And then when I came back and I started looking, mm-hmm. uh, there was this uh, posting on, I think it was Monster Job or Monster Track. I don't know if you remember that time, mm-hmm. monster.com, yeah. Monster Track. Uh, There's this company in Calabasas here uh, says looking for a sales uh, rep with uh the, who who can go an extra mile to get you know the goal uh, uh, to get the stuff done pretty much just a hard mm-hmm. worker right. and I'm like all right well I'll give it a try mm-hmm. so I applied for it and I came in for an interview and I've uh, uh, and I've I've included my letter of recommendations from my previous 
uh, employment. So they always, mm-hmm. uh, I, I, we use fax back then. <laughs> right. Oh yeah, I remember fax, fax and email. But uh, yeah. actually, let me let me let me back up a little bit. After okay. college in Oklahoma, I actually went to Austin, Texas. Mm. And I worked there for a marketing company, which basically is a B2B. Uh, we were cold calling people uh, for, I think the product was back then, it was the PC, it's a PCI card mm-hmm. that goes like teleconferencing. So mm-hmm. like a, 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 a PCI, so video call. Right. Uh, back then you have to install that card between the two computers, then you could do a video call. Unlike mm. now, you know, you have Skype and all that. Yeah, so just... back then, I was calling like schools for their distant learning, even Boeing. I did about 150 calls a day, cold call, wow. business. Calls. But uh, because I'm from Indonesia, so I was a student. So I was on optional practical training back then. So I had to find a job that would sponsor me a working visa, what we call the H-1B visa. Right. I don't know how familiar you are with. Oh this. yeah, oh yeah, sure. Right. So when I when I talk, yeah, to those you, are yeah, those are the things Trump's trying to get rid of, I believe. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So so my journey was like really, I mean, from a international student to uh, an H-1B visa worker to a green card to. Now I'm a, a U.S. citizen. So yeah. So I remember. So anyway, right. Fast. I forward. remember. I remember when you got your citizenship. Yeah. 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 So fast forward. So every time I left, uh, oh, the HR department they said they could not uh, sponsor H one visa. This is in Austin, Texas. So mm. I'm like, okay, you know what? I'm gonna move to L.A. where I know a lot of international. Uh, uh, I mean, multi, multi uh, culture. Yeah. Place, right. right. So I moved to uh, to uh, L.A. in '99. Mm-hmm. Uh, got a job, and then uh, every time I left a job, I've always asked for a letter of recommendation, Absolutely. which it, which helped a lot in getting an at least an interview. Sure. So, and that's what led me into uh, this company, uh, mm-hmm. which is now it's Flirt for free. So yeah. they called me for interview, and I had met with. Uh, 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 Chuck Siamis. I don't know if you are familiar with him. I don't know if you remember him, but no. he was a co-founder of Flirt for Free. Okay. <clears throat> and I had no idea this was an adult entertainment company because I was just going for like who is uh, who you know a hard worker. Uh, mm-hmm. So we went for an interview, and then they you know explained to me what they do, and I was like, damn, this is. You know, we were supposed to sell uh, content, uh, list content. Back in the day, pay mm-hmm, sites, mm-hmm. they list content. I remember. So my, yeah. yeah, the job that I was applying for is a is a is an account executive or a sales right. rep right. to get those pay sites to try to list and then pay. What would money. they? What would they think in Indonesia? Right. <laughs> right. So, but but so after Chuck explained the whole thing. And he had a he had a question uh, for me, and he was like, "So, do you have any problems with this, you know, adult?" Because back then, when they put the ad for a job ad, they didn't really say adult entertainment. It's just an entertainment company, right? Right. So they asked me if I would have any problems with 
such uh, content. And he said, oh, if I have any questions. And I asked, this is a question that I think to this day he liked it. Because I asked the question, it's like, okay, I only have one question. It's like, what do I need to do now to get this job? Because in my mind, I'm like, shit, you're watching porn and you're getting paid. <laughs> it, I right? know, huh? And like so, and and then and then I guess you know we all laughed and he, he liked it. And the HR department uh, uh, by the name of James Kelly and he 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 followed up with me and he's like, hey, you know, they want to call me for the second interview with the VP. Uh, I still remember his name is Kevin Burke, mm-hmm. uh, and then also Greg Clayman, which was the president. Uh, the president. All oh, right. So I believe maybe maybe Greg Clayman was in that first interview. I don't know. I forgot. <laughs> it was like tw- almost 20 years ago, man. <laughs> I know. Crazy. But, okay, anyway, uh, I started there um, working. Uh, and because we are 24-hour uh, company, and I had to compete with uh, the other account manager, account sales rep, uh, so I ended up having to, I wanted to come in at like early in the morning, like four o'clock in the morning Jeez. to call, to call European markets. Cause like, because mm-hmm. that's, I guess that's what, that became my bread and butter. Well, so, look, AK, hard work coming from this part of the world is not at all unusual, nor is it unusual for people from other countries coming to the U.S. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so yeah, I had, I had to find my edge, but. So my whole life, I've always have had this disadvantage for one, not an English speaking. So you can see my, you know, my accent. I don't know how it sounds to me on this interview. You sound great. But, but, oh, thank you. But so I have to find, like, even when I went to school, right, I had to read the, the book three times. Sure. So anyway, so, so that's why I had to find, because like uh, one of the sales guys uh, at VS, uh, Back then, his name is Tony. He was kicking. He was just getting sales, you know. So I'm like, oh, crap. All right. I'm going to come early in the morning. And then guess what? Because of my accent and because of, uh, and then because of the European uh, people that I call, mm-hmm. we, have, we have something in common. Because Europeans, especially the French, uh, I still remember the companies, Carpe Diem. Mm-hmm. Uh, this, oh my God! It just brings back memories, right? Sure. So now I have, then I have uh, built a lot of relationship with those <clears throat> European market, and and I guess I get I got lucky. So uh, uh, I pretty much handled the European uh, market, and uh, and then and I grew from from there. Uh, Sounds like you made your own luck, my friend. If you want my opinion. Thanks. Yep. Yep. And then after about five years, uh, uh, I uh, I tried to leave. Honestly, I tried to leave the industry uh, to go into mainstream, and I tried to go back to college to take my uh, my graduate school, but uh, it didn't work out. Uh, uh, then I ended up going back to the uh, so I took a year break mm-hmm. from 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 Video Secrets, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, a year later, then I joined Getting Gold. And Alan uh, Alan Henning, I. Uh, I really had a really uh, a special relationship with with, with Alan. Yes. Um, Alan Alan has been, uh, oh, you know, even when I was not in a dog, he always hit me up 
asking you know what I'm doing and like if I'm ready to go back to the to the business and and after about a year, I eventually I was ready and I hit him up, say, hey, are you still looking for, you know, uh, uh, an account uh, manager? So and he said, yeah. So we met and and I started working for him uh, as an affiliate manager, uh, working from home, which is here in Agoura Hills. Mm-hmm. And the company is in Stockton. Right. And after about a year, uh, I think, wait, 2006. 2006 and then then 2000 and 2007 I got my green card 2007 mm-hmm. and then 2008 uh, Alan made me an offer that I could not refuse to move to Stockton to move my family to Stockton yes. and at that time my wife was working, <laughs> yeah my wife was working full time uh, as a, as an accountant, uh, uh, in this, uh, jewelry company in Encino, mm-hmm. but, but, and we had our second baby, right? right? Uh, and I asked her if she would like to give a stay home mom a try raising our daughter, uh, one year old daughter and to move to Stockton. And then she said, okay, let's, let's give it a try. So we did. Then, uh, and, uh, we stayed in Stockton for, uh, for five years mm-hmm. uh, until she decided, okay, we have enough of Stockton. <laughs> I can only imagine, man. That's a horrific place. <laughs> hey, no, I'm sorry. Stockton, but like for me, I, you know, I, I, so we had a house there. Uh, for me, it was basically just work, uh, you right. know, home work and then come back but she's the one who had to drive the kids around town and whatnot mm-hmm. so she felt like you know what i miss agora hills and at that time we still kept our our townhouse here mm-hmm. and rented out so when she decided she wanted to move here so so we did and yeah. i was still at uh, at dead gold at the right. time so uh, so for about a year i have two households uh <laughs> Uh, here and then also Stockton, and I try to make it work. You know, uh, uh, I, I didn't go, but you know, when you have young kids, sure, and uh, and you have to travel uh, to see them on the weekend, mm-hmm. uh, it, it 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 got tough. So at the end, oh of- yeah, absolutely. And and I know how special your relationship is with Alan. He's a he's a wonderful guy, and uh, hell, you're almost like a son to him, even though you guys aren't that different in age I, i'm older than him so. <laughs> you're older than him yes oh shit yes. so yeah uh <laughs> okay. well i mean like he he really is is uh we have a good relationship uh, uh we work we work well together mm-hmm. uh and i was uh you know i can't say that i joined dating old at the right time because mm-hmm. at that time there's a lot of things going on in the uh, adult, uh, adult dating space. I don't know if you remember back then there was a Zango, like spyware, mm-hmm. uh, for one of our competitor, and uh, so a lot of affiliates were not happy with that, and they would come to us. Nice. And we just like basically <clears throat> the 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 growth was tremendous. Oh yeah. Uh, I I I just I I was really grateful to have that opportunity, and uh, but uh, you know uh, like. Like anything, you know, every good thing has its, uh, you know, has its uh, life cycle. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Because, because sure. to me, 
it's like, okay, money is great, but if I'm not happy not being with my family, uh, then oh, what yeah. does it matter, right? right? So I had talked, I had talked to Alan about it, and he knows how, you know, I he knows how I am with my family, mm-hmm. and eventually he was like, okay, and I, uh, and about, uh, so I believe it was the end of May, two thousand fifteen, mm-hmm. I think. Wow. I, I got to double check, but, but so I did. So I told Alan in February mm-hmm. that I had planned to move back to LA. So about three months before I actually did leave, uh, 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 we, uh, you know, we tried to find a replacement, uh, for me. Uh, I had a great relationship with everybody in the, in the company, mm-hmm. uh, enjoyed, uh, yeah, I enjoyed everything about it, and we finally had a replacement from someone inside. Uh, uh, so right. everything worked out. So I went back to Agura Hills. Couldn't be more happier. I took a break, but you know, mm-hmm. after about what was it, eight years? I think I was. I think it was about eight years doing what I did at Dead in Gold. At some point, you're kind of feeling burnt out, right? And then with all the driving and, oh, sure. and all that. So I took a break. I took a break for about two months before I decided to, I mean, know what I, I mean, I know what I wanted to do, but so I took a break for the summer. Uh, I went, uh, I went uh, every, uh, all that summer, almost like maybe three times a week or even Twice a week, we would go down to Malibu. Hmm. Uh, it's, uh, it, there's a beach that we go called Zuma Beach. Yeah. Uh, now, you're getting where I'm getting? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Zuma. Yep. That's what the name Zuma is for. Oh, God. So, really? <laughs> uh, yeah. And, uh, and this, is, this is a story that I've always enjoyed sharing. Uh, yeah. uh, and, and if someone else listening to this, Especially of a person who owns the domain at Zuma, uh-huh. please sell that domain to me. <laughs> we'll have to we'll have to talk. I'll have to uh, have to try to help you yeah. with that. So no, no. So yeah, I was thinking about okay, what do I want to have my brand? So I was looking for at Zuma, and uh, I came back. I was looking at my phone. Oh shoot, at Zuma is not available. I'm like crap. So I went back home, and then I remember. Uh, the TV show is Mad Men. It's all about, mm-hmm. I don't know, have you watched Mad Men? No. Okay. So it's about an advertising agency back in the 60s. For, uh, Mad is for like Madison Avenue. Well, I've heard about so it. I, I, yeah, I figured, you know what, with Mad, Zuma, uh, so what we do is, uh, is, is advertising, Right, it's online advertising. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I went home and checked it out. Mad Zuma was available. I registered it, and that became the name. There you That's go. That's how it started. Yeah. That's awesome. So so talk a little bit be, uh, about your current projects. I know I sold you the domain for one of them, root.com. Uh, how's all that going? Root.com. Uh, I had uh, when you brought to me the domain uh that is available uh you could see my eyes like light up I did. And, and i was like oh well at that time so 
at that time, I do. Uh, uh, at that point, I had already had uh, made conversion shops successful enough, right? So, uh, and uh, and I have uh, uh, and I have some some money that I wanted to invest uh, in something. Uh, I believe I did ask you about like, hey, I'm looking for a, you know, uh, something that I could invest and buy uh, mm-hmm. like a site. And then right. you like, as a matter of fact, this <laughs> was available. I'm like, oh, I know about it. And because I had done oh, business sure. with, I done business with Brett. So, but then, uh, and then after, for about what this was, that was kind of quick, right? So it was like, hey, the site uh, they was looking to sell, but they don't look, they don't want to sell the site and whatever. I'm like, hey man, look at, I'm just happy just to get the domain. So let's just find a deal that we could get oh, the domain, sure. and, and we did. So my plan was just to, to yeah, get that was to, a that was a little bit of a weird one, but hey, it yeah, is what it yeah, is, right? Yeah. Yep, yep, exactly. We don't have to say it out loud, but. <laughs> But it worked out. No, we uh, don't. So the domain, <laughs> so the domain uh, it was. I was pretty psyched about it. So having you know that domain, uh, uh, the plan was to just you know have it and and then save it for you know I can you know either resell it down the line or whatever. But but they ha- the the site ca- the domain comes with existing traffic. Mm-hmm. So had to do something about it quick, right? Because right. I don't, because I believe that uh, this the traffic went down like every day that it's offline. Because I don't yeah, understand. We know. I don't understand why they, you know, they <laughs> brought it offline. So, but anyway, so I, I don't understand. I don't understand a lot of things in this world. Like, okay, so why does Trump still have thirty five percent approval? Right. I mean that that goes along <laughs> with it. There's a lot of things in this world I don't understand. So. Hey. Yeah. But anyway, so it worked out. The plan, the uh, okay, so the plan for that. So right now we had it. I had it hooked up with a an amateur community site, mm-hmm. uh, and redirected the domain. Uh, the branding would be like rude nude, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, because I believe that uh, I could do uh, more with just with rude, uh, which is, as a matter of fact, uh, I had just had a meeting. Um, Monday about it with uh, and and you know uh, you know Michael of right course. so Michael is part of it right so we we are going to make something for Root but I can't I'm not ready to talk about that yet yeah. uh, but Root Root is now become RootNude right. uh, dot com uh, it's uh, we have uh, this is kind of. A date, not a dating site. It's more of a community site. Mm-hmm. Uh, 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 like a lot of the the members are actually real members, right? Uh, like female real members. It's amazing how these people are very loyal uh, in what they do. Uh, uh, they share and uh, they they exhibitionist exhibitionist. I guess what they right. Mm-hmm. They like to share their their own sex videos and whatnot right um so so yeah we had uh since we had it redirected to the i think we have over fifteen thousand members now that's that's awesome yeah on on that site and 
We've done a little bit of media buy and whatnot. We're still learning about the the whole statistic, the whole conversions and all that. So it's so it's it's a process, uh, uh, and we're not in a hurry to do anything big on it yet. So, mm-hmm. uh, but I do know I've got one of the best domain out there, thanks to you. Right. Hey, uh, it takes two, definitely. Um, so. Dating products continue to attract many affiliate marketers, but it's obviously very competitive. What, aside from higher payouts, do you feel do you feel affiliates are looking for that might well, set one product apart from another? Okay, um, let me let me try to put it. Okay, so you know how <clears throat> adult dating. Uh, Adult dating marketing, mm-hmm. you know, we were competing in like, hey, we have one of the best payouts, you know, single opt, double mm-hmm. opt. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's called the SOI, DOI. So the higher of the, uh, the higher of the payouts is the more attractive. But right. I'm telling you, that's what it used to be, but not so much anymore. Okay. At least not so much. So the rates doesn't really it's not really that important for affiliates who know what the actual value is everything is all about the epc now okay so and and so i always know when i talk to affiliates like oh hey you know how much are you paying i'm like oh yeah we're paying this much i'm like this like oh that's kind of too low too low i'm like hey you know what uh, if I'm talking to a real affiliate who is like a media buyer, mm-hmm. they know those payouts means shit. <laughs> because, hey, a person, you know, an offer can pay $10 per lead, right? right? But if they convert, if they convert every hundred, uh, you know, you know, whatever, yeah. it, at the end, so compared to like say $5 SOI or of course, mm-hmm. You, know, you think the higher payout really matters, but when it comes down to, it's all about the conversion. Always been too. Right. You know, the funny part right. about it is, it's always been about conversion. Yeah. So conversions and rate equals EPC. Yeah. That's how an affiliate should look into, right? I am Absolutely. now, we are an affiliate. We're, we we do a lot of media buys, and I kid you not. I have an offer that pays a dollar SOI mm-hmm. that out that outconverts an offer that pays four dollars SOI. I believe it. I believe so, it. So it's all the quality. It's all the quality of the traffic. If it's crap traffic and it doesn't convert, traffic, then, then, yeah. then who cares, right? Yeah, the traffic and the and the offer. So <laughs> both bots bots don't bots don't convert. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> So, AK, talk about media buys and smart links a little bit, if you would. Okay. Um, nowadays, uh, media buys, affiliates, it comes hand in hand. Uh, in order for us to understand it, we could, back in the day, uh, a med- an affiliate was someone who has a site the traffic to come to their site and they started promoting all the sponsors right back in sure. the day. Sure. Uh, but then, then there was an ad network 
started popping up. And one come in mind, which is basically this is the truth. Grand Slam Media, uh, Luke mm-hmm. Hazelwood, he started uh, 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 popping up with with uh, with his network Grand Slam. So mm-hmm. what they did is they just buy the whole site inventories and then they sell it to the advertisers based on the CPM, mm-hmm. you know, or or the CPC. Right. So no longer doing the CPL now as now that affiliate become a publisher of Grand Slam. Now mm-hmm. we are we either buy it doing media buys or someone who knows what they're doing they are buying that and then sending it to all the sponsors. So they right. become a media buyer that become an affiliate. Does it make okay. sense now? Okay. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Now now everybody is a media buyer. Hmm. In my uh, right now I believe 90% of an affiliate are media buyers. That's interesting. Point, like, That's interesting. Right? So at least the people that I do. Okay, so it's either a media buyer or they are a network, an affiliate network, which means that they have a sub-affiliates that they are sending traffic from, uh, from other people around the world, mm-hmm. right? So uh, now a smart so, – so that's media buy. Mm-hmm. And the media buy, like we talked about earlier, uh, it's all about the EPC. Right. It's simple. Uh, you spend ten thousand dollars. You want to. You know you need to make at least twelve thousand dollars, right? So about twenty percent right. profit margin. That's you good. Hope so um, yeah. 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 Well, hmm. it gets tougher. Now this is the funny thing, though. Uh, media buying. Media buying nowadays, or like the last couple of few years, is so different than media buying back in the day. I want to tell you what I mean right. by that. Before, uh, when you do media buy, uh, you're sending to advertisers or sponsors, and then you log into those advertisers, checking out your stats, right? Mm-hmm. And then you're putting it into a spreadsheet, and you, you put in your cost and everything, then you know, okay, this traffic source, this media, this this advertiser makes me more money, then I'm gonna send more traffic to that person. Of course. But now, a lot of tools available. Uh, what I mean by that is like the tracking company. Again, I've always, uh, I'm a I'm a fan of volume. Uh, sure. Uh, we I use volume for what what we do. Mm-hmm. So volume allows us to 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 track. Uh, through a postback, all the conversions and the revenues uh, into one dashboard. And you have the cost and you have the revenue. So make make things a lot easier when you optimize your campaigns, right? Right, sure. Now, but why is it more difficult now to make money doing media buys? I believe it's because of this. Because everything is available now, Everybody can do media buys. So you are actually competing against more people now. Oh, sure. Right? So oh, it's all the competition. Sure. Competition. It drives, it drives the prices the, up. It drives the prices up. And then also, so yeah. So the end, so it's because it's easier to do that. Uh, it makes more people, uh, you know, anybody can be a media buyer now. Mm-hmm. Days, but you right. know, you always know who 
the biggest pl- the biggest players out there. I mean, I I can name a few, but uh, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, but anyway, uh, Smartlink now, right? right. Smartlink is a link that a network, an affiliate network, or an advertiser gives to the affiliates. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, that when all the affiliate needs to do is just run traffic to it. And then the smartling company optimizes on the back end to find the best conversion uh, for that publisher. So, for right. example, let's say I have a smartling. Uh, I give it to you. Let's say you're an affiliate. You have uh, you have your main campaign sending traffic to, let's say, advertiser A. That is your main campaign, right? And then you have you buying all of this traffic, and then you say, you know what? I'm only focusing on US, uh, tier one, for example. So, so you optimize your campaign. But because you do media buy, sometimes you are getting a lot of other geos that you don't necessarily have the offers for. Right. So what you do with that is that you, re- you redirect those, the one that you can optimize yourself, you send it into a smart link company. And they do what they do because they're going after, they're, they're dealing directly with all of those offers. And most often is the geos that are for, like I said, the Philippines, mm-hmm. the India, China, uh, Eastern Europe, all of those things that, that not many media buyers are focusing on. Right. Does it make sense? That's oh, kind of like what I think about, uh, like what Smartling is. It makes perfect sense. Well, yep. you you and would then, you would know, my friend. <laughs> yeah, and at the end of the day, the one the Smartling that uh, that uh, gives you the best EPC will continue getting the traffic from, mm-hmm. uh, which sure. is that's another another tool that that affiliates uh, could use right now too, is optimizing their campaign automatically mm-hmm. so there's a tool that you know when you when you set your campaign you put let's say this is your flow and then you have five offers in the back end and then your system just you just activate the automation and then the system knows which offer that will give you the best epc mm-hmm. that will get more of the return that's right. it, and then you just, and then you, of course, you have to look the stats and and manually edit it too. So you can add more offers or you can remove offers. All those. It's been fun though, actually. Uh, mm-hmm. I used to be on the other side, right? You know, so I've I've always been an advertiser and and dealing with affiliates. Now that the last what five years or so since I left Tedding Gold, I've mm-hmm got into that side of the business sure sure um so let's say somebody i mean tell tell our listeners why somebody would want to do business with you as opposed to the other people who do what you do what can you Uh, what can you what can you do for them okay that's that's a that's a a million dollar questions i guess um (laughs) I believe in uh, in uh, having transparent relationship. Mm-hmm. So 
and I'm always trying to I I I believe that I my 20 years in the business I've always treated people with respect. I treated people the way I wanted to be treated. Yep. Uh and uh and to me it's all it's all about the relationships. What I mean by that is this. If someone is if I mean yes, money is important. But if I am let's say me and then another person, right? Mm-hmm. And I say I was able to give you the feeling that okay, hey Bruce, this is what we, this is what I do, and I'm telling you, okay, hey man, and I'm constantly in contact with you. I'm always available on Skype. I don't know mm-hmm. every, I don't know when was the last time you hit me up on Skype, and then I get back to you like the next day, whatever. I. I, I don't remember ever to. Re- no, I've always it's right away. It's always right people. away. Yeah, and I've you and you and I do business the same way, my friend. That's why we get along so yeah. good. Yeah, and then the the I woke up at around six seven a.m. in the morning. The first thing I do is open up my 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 phone mm-hmm. and my Skype, Telegram, WhatsApp available. Mm-hmm. What I mean by that is like if I have Someone hit me up, and I always like, "Hey man, how's it going?" Just waking up, so I said, "I'll be in the office in, in like a couple hours." I usually do my morning routine. Sometimes sure. I would go to yoga before the lockdown. I love going to yoga with yeah. my wife, and then I, and then you know, you come to the office around nine o'clock, uh, and you're feeling fresh. And oh then, yeah. But then I know what I need to follow up. You know, when I get back to the office, so that kind of relationship, I think that kind of uh, treating, I, I think I feel like if people trying to work with me, and I, I, what you see is what you get from me. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, I agree. So, I agree. Yeah, and, and I, I don't promise you that you're gonna make a a lot of money working with me, but I'm saying like if you're comparing me with another an, another person, that say, if I let's say I'm able to bring you this much money uh but then there's other my competitor are able to make you even a little bit more money but you don't have that good of a relationship exactly and that you know that you know with me you always know that at least you're gonna get paid yep i, I also, know- we also know you care you know, and that's, that, right. I think that that's, a, right. that's a really big part of it. So, right. so, so what are the main services that somebody should come to you for? Well, I mean, I mean, what, what well, are the main needs that someone can come sure. to you for? Sure. For, uh, depends on who you are, right? So if mm-hmm. you are an, uh, if you are an adult dating owner, you know, mm-hmm. you would want to have say, Hey, I want, uh, traffic. What can we do? Uh, and I will work with you from the back end, mm-hmm. uh, uh, giving you guidance on what to look for mm-hmm. in terms of, say, you know, preventing fraud, right. uh, um, uh, finding the right uh, uh, combinations of rate uh, that pay out to the affiliates and spotting, uh, uh, giving, you know, working on the KPIs and whatnot. So. Though that is, if you are an an adult dating owner, because uh, I've had, I've had, I have a quite quite a, a few years of experience yes, being 
in the back end, right? Yes. So I uh, I believe that if 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 a company comes to me and I could save that company uh, maybe a good year or two of making mistakes, mm-hmm. I guess uh, I don't know how much would that be? maybe a ten thousand dollar mistakes or whatnot. Hmm. I can do that. As a matter of fact, I do have a client now that is uh, launching that. Actually, not launching. It's all the site's already been about two months now, mm-hmm. and I'm working very closely with him, uh, uh, capturing the traffic from mm-hmm. media buy, from right. uh, from uh, publishers and whatnot. I, I the only thing I asked is like, okay, full transparency right. is what I asked for. If I'm taking on a client like that, I need full transparency, sure. right? So. That is if you are an advertiser. But if mm-hmm. you are a publisher mm-hmm. or if you have traffic, you want not just uh, – it's simple for me. Hey, man, look, listen. Let's say you are running – you're a media buyer. You're running traffic into your offers, mm-hmm. and I, I want you to run my offers. Here's what I do. Run my offers, put it 50-50 split between my offer and, and your existing offer. After about a week or so, if my offer doesn't perform the way the same way your other offers, I guarantee that I'll at least pay you what I what the difference. Mm-hmm. What I mean by that is, if you let's say let's say you're a super affiliate, Bruce, mm-hmm. which I know you're not, cause, <laughs> uh, <laughs> but I'm just saying, let's say you are, uh, and then you're running. Uh, a few offers, mm-hmm. and you told you tell me, okay, hey, AK, I'm doing well with this company. I'm like, okay, well, if I know that company, it's like, you know what? I've tested the traffic, I've tried, I've done my intermin- internal media buy, and my offer out converts. And I'll tell you this: here, mm-hmm. use uh, you know, put my link into your rotation. Let's say you split, you you allocate about two thousand dollars worth of traffic, right, mm-hmm. for this. Split test, what we call a split test, right? And then you send a thousand dollars worth of traffic goes to that per, to that offer, and you send a thousand dollars to my offer, right? Right. At the end of a test, if if the other offer makes you fifteen hundred dollars, for example, because it's a thousand dollars, and then you make fifteen hundred dollars, right? Mm-hmm. And then my offer makes you twelve hundred dollars. I will pay you that extra three hundred dollars just so that way you don't lose money nice. doing a split test to me. Nice, but but in most ca- in most cases that's not good. that's not going to be true because you've done your homework. Right, right. But then and, also, and you're and you're not so inclined to want to pay him three hundred dollars, so you you're not going to walk into the oh, situation to lose. <laughs> oh, 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 oh! Believe me, I I have we have done it like before. Oh, I'm sure you like, have. But uh, uh, like so, my 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 guarantee is this. You run, you split test, as long as, again, everything has to be transparent. You cannot lie to me. They say, oh, I made $2,000 from this other company, right? Right. So as long as you're willing to do it really transparent, mm-hmm. then what I do is, okay. And then if you make more money, let's say you make, let's say, so you run $1,000 each. And then at the end of the test, you make $1,200 with the other company and you made Thirteen hundred dollars with me, mm-hmm. so you know by knowing that I may I beat the other offers, then at, 
and then in return you're gonna send more traffic my way of course that's that's my whole thing it's like i'm mm -hmm. never whenever someone i want to do business with i never ask them to lose money to do a test with me right because that's how i would like advertisers to me mm -hmm. when i when advertiser hit me up you know trying to to run uh traffic with us i've always said hey man look listen this is our winning offers mm -hmm. if you do want this i can put you into a rotation but hey let's do this let's 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 do a, a, a split test and sure. then in, if if we make more money going that way and and then you're going to have to pay the difference but if you are making me more money you're going to get the traffic from there it's simple yeah, absolutely yeah. Well, look, AK, and I know you and I could go along, go on longer, and we'll save that for the next time we talk. But I wanted to sure. thank you for being our guest today on Adult Site Broker Talk. And like I said, I hope we get a chance to do this again really soon. Sure, man, anytime, and uh, and appreciate you uh, reaching out to me. And uh, and I, you know what, uh, I've enjoyed this. Uh, I, you know, I was like, uh, I don't know. Because the last the, the last time I did a podcast was in 2009. You know what, my friend? I feel privileged, and we will do it again soon. Thank you. All right. Perfect. Thanks. My broker tip today is part six of what to do to make your site more valuable for when you decide to sell it later. Here's more information on what to give to a potential buyer. How well has your content been protected from piracy, and what steps have you taken to protect your content? Are you using a piracy takedown or monitoring service? These are important facts to know. What promotional tools do you offer to your affiliates? The more tools you offer, the more successful your affiliates will be. What is your traffic breakdown by country? Tier 1 countries like the USA, Canada, the UK, Germany, and Australia are the most preferred. Add in anything else that will add value to the sale of your property that you can think of, such as what custom scripts do you use? What content management system software is on your site? Do you use billing or affiliate software like NATS or MPA3? What is your retention rate? How you retain your members is of the utmost importance. How many joins and rebuilds do you have per day? Do you buy advertising and if so, what kind? Can your content make more money in the DVD or VOD markets, or have you already taken advantage of this opportunity? How much did you spend to produce or buy the content that's on your site? What do you believe the content is worth now? What's special or different about your website? How is it unique? Make sure and include a list of all of the websites you're selling in addition to any domains that come along with the sale. Is there anything that adds value to the sale? Provide them with any additional information upon request. Before giving a buyer away information, have them sign a non-disclosure agreement. If you use a broker, the NDA will be provided for you. Good brokers, like, I don't know, Adult Site Broker, for instance, have a large resource of potential buyers that are looking for properties just like yours and they know how to deal with potential buyers. They'll also negotiate the terms of the sale, such as price and any payment terms. Before closing the sale, find a good escrow service to make sure that both the buyer and the seller are protected. We have those resources, of course. We'll talk about this subject more next week.
And next week, we'll be talking to adult industry attorney, Michael Fatterosi. And that's it for this week's Adult Site Broker Talk. I'd once again like to thank my guest, AK. Talk to you again next week on Adult Site Broker Talk. I'm Bruce Friedman.